but if you want to have a tight toned firm look which everyone does <laughs> you need to focus on strength training Welcome to the Bears and Lions podcast. This is the podcast where we challenge our present by viewing our past. I'm a firm believer that our greatest future lies within the correct view of our past because when you actually look at it, yeah, there's probably some things that didn't turn out the way you wanted them to. But at the end of the day, it's got you to exactly where you are today, and that should give you some confidence in stepping in your present as well as your future. Now, in today's guest session episode, I talked to gym owner and personal trainer Gage Winton based out of Chattanooga. He is the owner of Fit Life Chattanooga. Jim and it honestly it was a great conversation we talk about some misconceptions about supplements misconceptions about working out some routine care uh and some inside and out and we get to know them pretty well so I really hope that you enjoy this conversation without further ado Gage Winton what does uh, a day in the life look like for for Gage Winton well, these days it can be anything. It could be from working on my house to going to the gym. But most of the time, it's wake up at 5, go to the gym at 6, train clients, make sure my wife and baby girl can get to school, head back to the gym. And it's literally the gym all day long. But I try to dedicate some time. Like I have a couple small groups I go to throughout the week to get myself out of the gym mode, uh, just so I can focus on other things, focus on God, focus on, on family. Um, but typically, day in life is uh, gym, laundry, family. <laughs> <laughs> what time are you usually waking up every morning, and have you found like a rhythm that works better for you, or do you advise of a rhythm in any way, shape, or form to your clients? Well, I typically tell my clients that whatever you're currently doing, continue to do, to do that. So many people come to me and they're like, Gage, I need to wake up at 5 a.m. and get to the gym, but I'm not doing that right now. I'm like, if you're not doing that right now, you're probably not ever going to do it. <clears throat> and uh, everybody has this big idea in their head that they want to be this certain type of person, which it can happen, but most of the time people set these super high goals and they're like, I'm going to wake up at 5, I'll be at the gym at 6, I'll get this done. And a lot of the times it either they – fail at it so many times they just give up all in general or it takes them like a year or so to get into the rhythm so um if you're if you're somebody out there listening right now set a long-term goal and try to hit that goal within a year or so don't try to set it right now and go after it but for me i wake up at five almost every day because i have to <laughs> if i didn't have that if i didn't have to be at the gym so early i probably wouldn't wake up that early but uh, it's just who I am now. So I, I enjoy waking up a little bit earlier, but on the weekends I try to sleep in just a little bit, a little bit <laughs> get, get a little bit of that extra, uh, extra sleep. But of course, you know, the, the, the oh, wife and the, the kid, uh, that's going to kind of, yeah, there, there's no, there's no, sleeping <laughs> <in> anymore, <but laughs> they get going pretty quickly. Now you, you are yeah. part owner of a fit, uh, fit life supplements as well as fit life Chattanooga. You, you own fit life Chattanooga and you've been training for quite a while. Take me back a little bit, though, in how you started your journey and decided, you know what, I think I want to open a gym. I think I want to train people um, for this because uh, I know we've talked before and it wasn't a linear path <laughs> like most people. Not, not, not what, it, not at all. Uh, it, well, it started off when I was playing baseball in high school, had big dreams and aspirations. And my senior year of high school, I uh, hurt, I essentially broke my arm playing baseball and um, during that time frame I had trials for the Braves and all these other teams 
also had an opportunity to go to college, but I didn't want to go to college because I didn't college scholarships for baseball players aren't that big and if you don't have a super high ACT score you're going to be paying a lot of money and at that time we were so we're essentially poor and I was like there's no way I can go do that so I need to figure out something that's a little bit more realistic so as I was as I was trying to try out for the Braves and all these other teams I was working for my family business as I graduated high school and during that time I would work as a welder from like 8 a.m. to like 6 p.m. and then after that I would go work out and then I would train for baseball and I'd go to the I had a batting cage set up and a pitching machine I'd go in there and do all that fun stuff and then just continue to work on those dreams and aspirations of playing baseball and as time went on it wasn't folding out the way I wanted it to so uh, I had this revelation one day as I woke up in the middle of the night I was like I really enjoy training for training as an athlete. I really want to be able to help people in some way. Why don't I become a personal trainer? And then it just unfolded from there. Um, and here I am today. <laughs> now, now talk to me about some of the process because, uh, you know, you have a, re a revelation. And I think some people do have those revelations where they just realize like, you know what? I really love this and I really like it. Why don't I try this? Talk to me about trying it and like, what got you into it? Were you already in a gym? Were you already involved in people or, or were there people that kind of helped direct you and connections that were made? Well, I had absolutely zero experience at all <laughs> in getting involved in this industry. If you took like the bottom barrel person, that was me. Um, I just, I just had a vision. And I found people that were already doing what I wanted to do. Uh, I found the best people in Chattanooga that were doing it. And um, I contacted them. I was like, hey, just let me come shadow you. I, I just want to see how you do it and what you do. And over time, like, I was super poor at this time. I probably had like 200 bucks in my bank account. And it wasn't going up anytime soon. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a pay cut. I'm going to go shadow these guys. And I went and I started doing that for like a couple months. And as I did that, we created a relationship, and they gave me the opportunity to become a trainer at their gym. I was like, well, this is great. This is exactly what I needed. And I was able to learn a lot from them, um, a heck of a lot, because I didn't even know how to make a workout at that point. I was, <laughs> like, he was just like, uh, I had no idea how, to, how long to make a workout, what people needed to do, and they, just, they essentially taught me all of that. And uh, I stayed with them for quite a while, for probably about three or four years. And then I ventured out on my own after that. That's awesome. And we always need those people. And I think it's a, it's a testament to if you are going after your dream or going after a goal or a purpose, it may take you pursuing people who are doing what you want to do, right? You, you have to, to reach out. And, and I like that because it's a tangible and a practical evidence for people who are listening that they can attain whatever they want to attain, but it is going to take some creative effort uh, on the the back end to decide. Okay, where who who is doing what I want to do, and how do I get in their room, um, and and, yeah. and what I want to do. Now, talk to me a little bit about baseball because the training, of course, with baseball, I feel like is different than you would train for like somebody who just wants to lose some weight. And so talk to me about the process of learning your, you know, a whole new body system of like, okay, you're no longer training for hip mobility of hitting a baseball that's coming at you at 90 miles an hour. Now you're training for some other 
aspects. What was that like? Well, <clears throat> it took a lot. I, I when I was getting my certification, like I literally separated myself from the world and dove into my books. And I probably went three or four months where I did not really see any friends. I didn't. I didn't associate with anyone. I would literally get home from work, go and study for however many hours, and then go to the gym and work out. And then I found, uh, 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 I essentially put out there, I was like, hey, becoming a personal trainer, anybody wants to lose weight, charging super cheap, super cheap work. And I had a girl hit me up, and I just started working with her at Planet Fitness. I'd go in there with her. I'm like, hey, this is, let's do this. And it's when it comes to figuring out weight loss and working with, like, the, the, the average person every day, uh, it's really more about experience than how much you know because there's a lot of trainers out there that will take whatever they know that worked for them and they'll try to pass it off to their clients and it just doesn't work. Um, and that's what I've learned from over the years because I used to be that guy when I first started. But as time rolls on, you start understanding people, you start understanding the psyche, um, and there's a lot that goes into it. When, you, when you're dealing with an athlete – the athletes, they're like, this is what I want to do. And they typically put all their effort into doing that thing, right? But when it comes to a person who has a job, kids, or family, they're most likely not going to do what you tell them to on the first try. So it's, it's more of uh, figuring out how to get this to click and to motivate them that way to, to want to see results. And I feel like I've gotten pretty good at that. Um, but that would, I'd say the psyche is probably the big difference because anybody can go out there and eat healthy and exercise but how long are you going to do it and are you going to do it the right way for long-term results i like that uh, a lot and and there is an aspect of it where it's like everybody will jump on the the new year's resolution right we're in january so everybody new year new me and and so they'll jump on and do it for a short amount of time or even a mediocre amount of time you know they may get to may june but their habits haven't been established because maybe they do it, you know, one week is a afternoon workout. The next week is a morning workout. So there's a routine that hasn't quite set it in motion. Um, Talk to me about some of the the clients that you had to kind of learn, okay, you know, maybe I need to communicate in a different way. And how do you connect with people on that front? It it can be very difficult. (laughs) Like, uh, just like some people are a lot more sensitive to, than other people. Like I have some people come, that come in my gym, they're like, Gage, kill me. And they <laughs> like it. And then I'll have some people that like, you can't, you can't, you can't do that or else they will never show back up. So it's really just understanding the person's personality and, and, and what makes them motivated and you, you, I kind of just get that throughout the, the consultation. I'm like, hey, have you ever worked out before? No. Okay, well, I can't kill you in this workout today. Um, but I, it really just depends on how long they've been pursuing their fitness goals. Uh, but I'm going to say probably 80% of the time, you have to take extreme baby steps with people to get them into a new habit to make them want to continue with their fitness journey. And then I guess the other 15% of people would just like, that I guess those people would be more like athletes that grew up in being coached, being yelled at. Those people can take a little bit more of a beating. Um, people that didn't grow up with that need a little bit more nurturing to get them to the point where I can be like, no, you're not doing that. You're doing this. 
go do it. And they're like, okay. So that, that would probably, it's just the nurturing aspect of getting someone in that mindset. What's your favorite part of, of when you're training somebody? What's your, your favorite part from, you know, creating the goals, see, you know, going through it with them and then seeing results? What are, what are some of those aspects that you just absolutely love? I, I mean, to be honest, it's just seeing the results. Uh, at the end of the day, it can, it, being a trainer can be grueling at times because you have so many people that come to you and probably 20% of the people will like actually listen to you and do what you say. So when you do have that 20% come to you and be like, Gabe, man, I, feel, I felt so confident at the beach this summer. I've never felt this way in my life. Like, look at the pictures of here and here, like, like, Thank you so much. Like, stuff like that makes it worthwhile being a trainer. Uh, it's just seeing those results. Uh, that, that is truly the best part of this entire process. I, I'm, I'm sure because I, I follow your social media, have for quite a while, um, kept up with you, you know, when I lived in Chattanooga. But <laughs> you, you have uh, a great social media presence, and there's going to be links for, for all of your stuff, of course. Um, because I think a lot of people should follow you just for the entertainment because, you know, it'll be like after the holidays, you're posting like, you know, memes of basically all the training people that come in with all the excuses and everything like that. What's your, what's the best excuse that you've ever heard that just made you laugh? You're like, I, I can't even deal with this. Probably I had a client one time and she said, she would call out most most of the week. She would, and but one time she was just like, "Gage, I just, I just don't have any socks today. I can't, <laughs> I can't come to." The, I'm like, "What? Like, you could like what?" But, but that was probably that, that was one of the many excuses that I've been given before. But that one's always stuck out in my head. I'm like, "Bro, you don't have like socks? Like, what? I don't have any socks. I can't work out today." <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that's solid that's that's pretty uh impressive just to just to be on the creative side right not my dog hey, I mean, homework or anything like that you gotta do what you gotta do you know yeah absolutely so talk about the the process of what you're doing now you know what are you getting into what's kind of the current process of 2024 in just your daily or your weekly kind of plans on what you want to attack 2024 with? 2024, man, is, is it's going to be a big year, um, specifically for my family. My wife just started grad school, <clears throat> and it's in Texas. So we're going to have to be traveling back and forth between there. Um, so a big thing for 2024 is just getting my family in a, in a groove to where – my wife doesn't have to work as much and she can focus on school and I can provide a little bit more for the family. So it's just really just reaching out to more people, trying to change more lives and get more people in the door. I even, uh, I'm, I'm kind of dabbling into real estate a little bit to uh, uh, starting like a little family business, being like a handyman and stuff like that, trying to get little side jobs like that, just, just to create another uh, revenue of, of income. Um, but really just 2024, man, I'm just trying to get more people in the doors and just spread the word of the fit life and just create more transformations because that's what it's all about uh, is is you come to a trainer because you want to see your body change. And it's just trying to connect with those people and, and to get them to want to change and to continue that process even after it happens because a lot of people will go to the gym and they'll get results and then they'll lose those results super quickly. And it's huge goal of mine this year is to 
spread that message out on social media and teach people how to maintain their results, which is kind of one of my pitch, something I pitch to people is like, we can always get results and then lose them, but how can we get results, maintain, get results, and then maintain? Because we want to continue to improve as we age, not decline. So um, just getting people to maintain the results and continue to work on that and have long-term goals is a big goal for 2024. Now you you mentioned maintaining and and I do think that that is uh, one of the like number one things we talked about like resolutions and stuff you know they may see a drop in the first six months and then they think oh I've I've achieved it or I I reached a certain goal and so they lack off and then all of a sudden by the end of 2024 they're back at where they were you know January one or even worse yep. sometimes because they are like oh I I know I can always do it again. Um, talk to me about, you know, retaining muscle mass, retaining workouts, things like that, that are going to help you just the average person, you know, little yeah. things throughout the day. What are some things that people can do on a daily basis to, uh, retain some of the muscle mass if they've gone through and, and grown a little bit over the last year? Well, <clears throat> according to TikTok, <laughs> um, all the issues I have with people on there, a lot of people are, are doing this fitness thing completely wrong. Um, if I had to give any advice to anyone at all is you should primarily focus on strength training and not so much on weight loss. People are, especially in America, because everyone's overweight or honed in on, I have to lose 10, 15, 20 pounds that can be done, but people do it improperly. They immediately go to the straight or straight, uh, weight loss method and they do a ton of cardio. They barely eat. And they create this like loose, saggy skin look. Like you get it around the waist, you get it around the arms. They're like, I'm seeing great results. That's this is great. Which, if you think that is great results, that's great. That's you. Um, but if you want to have a tight, toned, firm look, which everyone does, <laughs> you need to focus on strength training. That's it's so simple, but it's so true. You go through strength training, then you go through a hypertrophic program, and then you focus on weight loss. If you continue to do that cycle, you will never your results will never fade away. Unless if you go off the deep end with food, and that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> now, now talk to me about hypertrophic in in that process. So maybe there's somebody who 2023 was their year where they just were like, "I'm going to hit it," and they they stayed consistent. They gained muscle. You know, they did the strength training. Now, talk to me about hy hypertrophic and and what that would look like just on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Yeah, so I mean, essentially, when you're focusing on strength training, uh, you're going for a low rep range, like probably two to two to five reps, maybe even six. And when you move into a hypertrophic phase, it's really you're going to be burning a lot more calories when you move into a hypertrophic phase. You're going to be hitting a lot more reps, and the goal is to take the the heavy weight you're using and to be able to rep that out for ten to twenty reps. Um, and that's essentially what hypertrophy is: is just Taking the heavy weight you were using and be able to get more reps out of that, which creates uh, more of a full look in within your muscle, within your body, and you'll start to notice that you're, you're probably your your toneness, you're getting more firm. You as a guy, you're probably getting a little bit bigger, um, and that is what creates that toned look. And then once you finish with that, you can move into that weight loss phase, and you can get rid of the fat that's on your that's on top of the muscle. You chisel it off like a like a little artist with a statue, and then you create that physique that you've always wanted by going through that 
simple process. Interesting. So, so the the weight or the fat loss that's usually later, and and building the muscle and the hypertrophy is what is going to kind of help define you know all of the muscle yes. mass. You know, so to, you to build the perfect to build the perfect physique. That is what you want to do. But a lot of people don't have patience to do that. So, I mean, that it is what it is. Yeah, and some people may not want to look like, you know, any of the, the bodybuilders. They may not want yeah. the, the lats that are looking like a, you know, bulge on the head or yeah. on the neck. I, I, will, I will say this. I will say this. A lot of people look at bodybuilders and like, or they'll either say, I want to look like that or I don't want to look like that. There's a 99% chance that the everyday average person will never look like that in their life because – most bodybuilders, like real bodybuilders, are on some type of steroid. Like every, almost every single one. I know a few guys that are not, but a lot of these guys that are blowing up on social media, they're on something. These guys that have unbelievable physiques, either they're um, they have unbelievable genetics or they're on something. Um, so for the everyday average person that goes through that process, you're most likely not going to look like a, a, a god of a bodybuilder. Um, you're just going to look a whole lot better than you did prior. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. I think that's what we're all yeah. kind of going for in one way, shape, or form. And I know we we had a conversation in uh, November originally. I was really yeah. excited, and and this is the, our second try on the interview process. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, you know, I told you about, you know, creatine and stuff like that. I've started taking creatine. Uh, and, and so there, there are things that you can do. Talk to me about supplements since you are part owner of – Fit Life Supplement, what are some of the things that you see people supplement and, and you're like, we don't need to worry about that right now. You know, like what are some of yeah. the common misconceptions on supplements? Well, if you do, if you, you, if you're a guy, you'll get on, you'll get on these websites, you'll be like how to build more muscle, whatever, whatever. And you'll start getting these deep dive studies into certain supplements that like, trick something in the body to grow more muscle or, or whatever. And it's just, it's all, it's, it's all, uh, it's, it's just, it's not going to do anything for you. It's just a waste of money. Majority of supplements are a waste of money. Um, if I have to tell anybody to take anything, it's like take protein because you're probably not eating enough throughout the day. So you need protein. Creatine is going to make you stronger and help you retain that strength. And then just like, if you're lacking some, if you have some type of deficiency, which is something you can find out by getting some blood work done, um, maybe you need some vitamin D in your life or vitamin C or, or whatever it is that you're deficient in. That's what I would really tell somebody to do is get blood work done, see what you actually need instead of spending five, 600 bucks on supplements for something that you don't, it's not really going to benefit you the most. Um, but there are a lot of supplements that brands put out there like, like, like uh, weight loss supplements and stuff like that. I mean, your weight loss comes from you just breathing, right? Um, so it's there's a lot of baloney out there. I wouldn't recommend the majority of it. The things I would say is protein, creatine, and maybe a, a daily multivitamin or whatever it is that you need. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast recently, and uh, a specialist was talking about like the vitamin C packs, the emergencies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was like, ninety nine percent of those packs are the 
vitamin C is actually gen genetically modified um, vitamin C. And so the, the recommendation, <laughs> yeah, the recommendation was stay natural, you know, orange, pineapple, uh, grapefruits, uh, citrus, yep. uh, things like that to, to bolster that vitamin C on a natural scale, which I didn't realize because I'm, I'm a big proponent where I'm like, you know, you get sick and I'm like, I just live off of emergency, yeah. but, uh, you find out that really it's, it's all GMOs that are, you know, just wrecking your body's abilities. Yes. Talk to me about that. Cause I know that you studied and I know that you really enjoy the, the research side of the health benefits of different things in, that we're eating intake. I know that you preach it quite a bit. What are some of the things that you've learned that have changed the way that you look at food and dieting and ultimately helped you with, with training and exercise? Well, we can, we can dive in super deep in, into uh, ingredients that these people put in our stuff. The majority of the stuff that <clears throat> if you're looking for anything quick, like just a quick bite to eat, it's most likely not going to be that great for you. It's gonna, it's it'll provide you with some nutrition, but there's, you'll have to spend a little bit more money to get better nutrition, and it's it's as simple as that. Um, but the the main thing that I've learned is that you can go through periods of time where you're not super focused on your nutrition. Um, you, you don't have to eat super perfect all the time, and you can have McDonald's every now and then. You can have Wendy's every now and then, and it's not gonna kill you, right? And my main message is to, is to people that do it every day and they never change anything. At some point, it will take an effect on your body. Like one ingredient that I absolutely hate to see in, uh, in supplements or, or anything is sucralose. And they put that stuff in everything. And what that is is an artificial sweetener that can break down the good uh, bacteria in your gut. And your gut controls everything with your body. It, it essentially keeps you from getting sick and all kinds of things. Um, and when people constantly consume sucralose and every bite they take, like Diet Coke or, or Diet Powerade or whatever the heck they're drinking, you constantly consume that. You're breaking down your, your good your, the good bacteria in your gut, which is going to cause you cause issues later on down the road. I found that out with a client, and he, we had issues losing weight. Um, and come to find out, in his 20s, he would take all these diet pills, this diet stuff. It, Essentially, his entire diet every single day for every meal a day involves some type of sucralose. Um, and it's become a big issue. And I had to kick him off that. As soon as I kicked him off that, we started trying to repair his gut. Uh, he started losing some weight. So uh, that's reading your ingredients in the back of your packages can be huge, especially with children. A lot of people are starting to come to the light where they see that that these artificial dyes that these companies are putting into their food is causing behavioral issues with their kids. Um, so it's really just paying attention to those ingredients in the back of the package. It's not going to kill you if you do it one or two times, but if you're doing it every day and you're not changing anything up or trying to focus on health, it will cause an issue later on down the road. Yeah, it's, a, I, it's that habit forming. and I, I appreciate that you kind of preface it. It's, it's not that you have to avoid it like it's a plague, you know, I, yeah. I know, I know people who are super fit, but they are still, if you put a Krispy Kreme donut in front of them, they'll eat a 12 pack. Like <laughs> I'm one of those people who are like, yeah. if, if I see a delicious cake, I don't care what's in it. <laughs> I'm going to eat that cake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so yeah. there is an aspect of that where 
you know, the life is meant to be enjoyed. Food is meant to be enjoyed, but it shouldn't be your daily intake. Um, That's where it compounds. Because I I think I I was listening to a a study as well recently where it was talking about the cells in our bodies essentially shed almost every year to Mm -hmm. to where, you know, if, if you're making consistent choices, then one one or two every once in a while isn't going to impact you exactly yeah going to repair and and replenish just naturally um yeah. it's fascinating it's the body man i like to try to do like a little little fast once a year like a like a like a 24 48 fast just to kind of just flush my body out but right now i'm doing like a little parasite cleanse Ooh. i don't know if you want to get into that but <laughs> essentially uh <laughs> essentially i'm doing like 30 day like preparation to get my body prepared and then i'm doing like a four month cleanse and it's supposed to just like completely cleanse your system get rid of everything um and just make you a lot healthier so for four months uh what what's does this four month cleanse entail so it's 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 probably different for everyone, but I really don't know the full aspect of it. I actually met with a nutritionist that like we had this full one hour consultation of like my background, my history. But essentially, the first month you're focused on getting your body prepared to do this cleanse because a lot of people will go straight to the doctor and get like a certain pill or something to like cleanse their body or whatever. And it can cause a lot of side effects that are not good, like a lot of brain fogginess, hair falling out. Um, And what I'm doing is body preparation, and then you move into a cycle. It's with a supplement company called Cellcore. Um, I don't know what the second part of it looks like yet. I have another client that's doing it, but... Passing some parasites. All right. There you go. <laughs> Hopefully it's not something where you have a bunch, but you know, it's, it's always best to well, prevent it. Does, everybody has parasites. Every human alive has parasites, except some people may, some people may not have a good parasite, which is what the goal is to get rid of. Right. So like if you've gone your entire life being super unhealthy, eating fast food, eating a lot of sushi or pork or stuff like that, uh, there may be a chance you have a bad parasite. It could be causing you to get a little bit more sick every now and then, cause some skin issues, some skin irritation. Um, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this, don't say, Gage told me to do this. Just, you need to talk to a professional that understands the body and all that fun stuff. And that's exactly what I did. I found someone. I probably spoke to like four or five different people. Like I'm like, hey, what's going on? Why is my skin doing this? What's, what's the issue? And nobody could give me an answer except for this one person. I was like, you're my girl. You're going to tell me what to do and where to go and how to get it done. And that's what we're doing. That's awesome. Oh, well, we'll have to keep uh, in contact and, of course, follow Gage on his socials because <laughs> you'll you'll get to uh, see all the results over the four months. Who knows what that <laughs> four months is going to look like. Yep. A month two, we could just see Gage posting crazy stuff saying, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, probably. <laughs> that, that's how it works sometimes. Um, what's uh, other than the, the of course, you, you talked about your uh, wife is starting grad school. Congratulations. I hope everything goes really well. Uh, and, and 2024 is, is all about bringing more people in, changing more lives and things like that. Um, who is somebody that inspires you to kind of keep moving forward? Um Aside from your spouse, because I'm sure she's up there, uh, yeah. what what is your your driving factor of like these are the goals I want to set? 
And on the days where you wake up and Gage says, I don't want to do it. Who's, who is the voice in your head that says, do it? Man, I'm, I want to be completely honest. Like there's a lot of days where you wake up, you wake up and you're just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Um, but I just, I just feel like what I'm doing is part of God's plan. I feel like that's where he's directed my life. And I just wake up every day. I'm like, just lead me where you want me to go. What do you want me to do? Um, and I feel like he's the driving factor of why I'm in this fitness industry because I've had a lot of opportunities to go out and do other things. Um, but I've, I've, I've stayed in this lane for coming up close to 10 years, I guess. Uh, geez, it's been a while. Um, I feel like he, he's my my main driving factor in getting up every day and, and, and getting the job done. But other than that, I would probably say my granddad. He's a, he's one of those guys that will literally never give up, no matter how many times he gets knocked down. And that's just really motivating for someone that's, that's early in their career to see someone that's been knocked down like 50 or 60 times and continues to get back up and strive to whatever his goal is. And uh, to know that he can do that in his 70s, I can do that in my 20s. That was one of the the big uh, key factors in my life change is when I went back to school, I was wrapping up school for sports broadcasting and my grandfather passed away. And mm. I just remember this overwhelming feeling of I couldn't be sad because he lived such an incredible life and legacy yeah. that I was honored that I get to carry that now. And I want to live a life that carries that. So that's really cool that you have that step down leadership. And of, of course, you get the opportunity to uh, glean while, while he's here and then carry that on uh, to yeah. your kids as well. Tell me about the process of, of learning new things and learning what your next step is because you're always ever-changing. And, and the, the industry of fitness, I feel like it stays the same, but there's always something new or somebody's or, or new data that's coming out where it's like, you know, like you said, with sucralose, right? There's always new things. Talk to me about learning some of that um, in, in 2024 and what are some of the things that you're already kind of keeping an eye on well man it's it's really just about staying into your craft and just when you have a lot of clients a lot of clients will come up to you and ask you stuff and there's gonna be times that you don't know what <clears throat> i'll have to say like i don't know i'm gonna have to have to look into that and that's where a lot of my research comes from and then when we try to start the supplement company we were diving in super deep to ingredients and you just you, you find out a lot more information than you would just on a surface level when you're actually trying to make a product and, and build a product. So that's where a lot of my information came from in terms of uh, the supplement side and, and ingredients. One big strive I, I want to take for 2024 and just learning is just there's a there's there's a lot of things that it's, it's really hard to learn. It's really hard to create new habits and build new things. Um, and I was actually talking with a client the other day about bread and how bread in the Bible gave you every single uh, nu nutrition that you needed to survive. And bread today is so genetically modified. Like everything you find in store is genetically modified. And it's not going to give you the same nutrition at all in any way, shape, or form. And there's a girl uh, who has a podcast, and that's what her whole thing is. It's just bread. And they have their own grain that they sell to people. You buy this big bread maker, and you, you get this grain, and you make your bread. And it's supposed to be um, 
it's essentially it's it's cured a lot of illness for people that are actually doing it. I think she had terrible like skin issues, eczema, and all this other stuff. And she started eating this homemade like biblical style bread, and it cured all of her issues. I it blows your mind. Um, but it's it's diving more into holistic approaches to food like that. It's very hard when you're busy. It's very hard when you have a family and things going on to create that new habit. But that is my next step in my journey is to be a little bit more clean with my food, like where I purchase my food. I want to purchase my food from like my meats from a farm and and, and have a little bit more high quality meat versus going to like Food City or Walmart and picking up meat there because they put so many dyes in it uh, to make it look red, right? So it's just diving a little bit more deeply into nature and how we're intended to eat um, to hopefully focus on a healthier future for well, my family and then just to pass that off to my clients. But like I said, it's, it's hard to pick up these new habits and, and get it going, but that's what we're trying to do. I, I 100% agree with the, the breads. I know that since I've cut out a lot of bread, I've just seen massive changes um, now I still eat like, you know, bread or a whole grain, you know, here and there yeah. at a, in a limited basis. But yeah. when I cut out, cause I used to love bread. I worked at Panera bread. <laughs> so like I, <laughs> I was eating all types of bread. Um, but when I cut out the, just the natural loaves, pot, you know, processed loaves, things like that, that you buy at the store, um, you know, processed tortillas, whatnot. And yeah. I just started eating, you know, everything but bread. I immediately started seeing health benefits and, yeah. and, and everybody was like, Oh, you must have a gluten sensitivity. I'm like, no, because it wasn't like an immediate reaction that I ever got. It wasn't like that. It was over like three, four weeks of not eating it that I felt like yeah. my body had just released all the toxins and it wasn't holding on to so much. So that's exactly, that's fascinating. We'll have to keep an eye on on the the bread making as well. Um, Absolutely, you'll have to to post your your Instagram. <laughs> this is I, bread I, making. I, I gotta the get age. there. I gotta I gotta I gotta get the bread maker. I gotta I gotta figure. There's a lot of research <laughs> to be done, but we'll get there eventually. He's he's gonna have the uh, the beautiful <laughs> sourdough with the flour on it. You know, cut hey, in. man. Listen, if I can if I can make my life any easier with a little cut, it's having some bread in there. So we'll yeah. see if we can get there. I just know I'm not buying it from the store. <laughs> there you go. Now you, you talked about, you know, wanting to, to learn the, the new processes. Um, talk to me, like, let's fast forward, not even far. Let's fast forward to January 1, 2025. What is something that you're going to do this year with that date in mind or, or a future date in mind of like, this is what I want to look like then, or this is the characteristics that I want. Um, how would you describe yourself January 1, 2025, and what are you doing throughout this year to make sure that that happens? Well, my main goal for myself right now is to, oh, I just went through like a little bulk. Uh, I've done this before. I've done a bulk, and then I cut it super duper hard. But my one of my main goals is that to help myself get my hormones regulated without having to take anything, without having to have anything else going on. I want to get my hormones regulated, make sure all of my clients focus on their hormone levels because that's a super huge issue for people that are, I'd say, like 40 and below. It's Everyone's hormones are jacked up because of 
so much stuff in our water supply, like the, the ingredients of food that we eat. It's, it's designing us to fail, essentially. So my goal is to, one, go through a slow weight loss process with myself to, to where I can retain as much muscle as I possibly can. Two, make sure I can keep my testosterone as high as, high as it is right now without it dropping. It may drop some, but um, that will be a process. But really understanding hormones with the body. Yeah, and January 1st, 2025, I want to be able to have all of my clients on some type of blood work remedy to where they're getting their blood work checked. They have their hormones checked to make sure everything's in the clear. That way they know that their weight loss process or, or their muscle gaining process or athletic process isn't being hindered by anything. Talk to me about personal characteristics and things that you, you want to be known for down the road. And, and we talk about leaving a legacy, kind of like your grandfather and my grandfather. What are some of the things that you're doing to make sure that you're doing it with the right mentality, right? We talk about, um, you know, being correct in, in how you're doing the process and communicating. What are some of the things that you want to be known for in your space, your family, your friends, uh, and, and then to even go beyond that social media and stuff like that? I, I really just want to be, I want to be known as, as a, a, a godly man that, that takes care of his family and that can connect with any individual to help them get to the point where they want to change their life. Uh, that's always been my goal. That will continue to be my goal, but it's just it's to get there. You really have to surround yourself with a group of people that that are pointing you in the right direction, that are taking you to that next level. Um, I, I solely believe that uh, we cannot do anything in this life worth meaning if you don't have God with you, um, if you don't have that faith with you. Faith is the only reason we're able to do anything. Right, you create that vision, you create that faith, and then you're able to pursue that. So it's it's, it's just staying strong in my faith, uh, being a good, good leader with my family, and surrounding myself with people that that will help me get to that next level, like small groups and men's groups and stuff like that, just to take that next level and get to that next step. So just being a godly man overall, and and just being able to connect with people. And one of the process of of surrounding yourself. I, I like to ask people to kind of go back, you know, a, a certain amount of time. And I'm not sure how, when you're going to imagine younger Gage. What is some advice now that you've gone through some of this stuff? What is some advice that you would tell your younger self? Uh, and maybe what point in your life would you want to go back and say, hey, this is what I want to tell you at this point, because I think you'll be receptive of it. The main thing I would tell my younger self and anybody that's that's going through anything is like no matter how down you get, no matter how bad things are going for you, there's always going to be a bigger uprising. You're going to be able to come out on top and you're going to be able to learn so much from that. So anytime you're in a you're, you feel like you're in the valley, you're in the pit and there's no hope, uh, that's where you're going to learn more and grow more as a person than you ever will at any other time. So really embrace that time where you're down on your luck uh, because you're going to learn more in that time frame than you will in your entire life, essentially. So um, there's always a bigger uprising for every downfall. So focus on the uprising and create that vision for yourself.
And and the last thing we will go through is just where can we find you? I mean, social media, what's your handles, YouTube, et cetera? Just, just type in Gages Fit Life on any platform and surely I will pop up somewhere. Uh, I keep it simple. Gages Fit Life on everything. Find me on YouTube. Uh, uh, I don't, I'd say Snapchat. I'm not even on Snapchat really anymore. <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, all the basic ones. I'm on there. I'm usually posting about my routine and, and memes and all that fun stuff. So be sure to follow and, and uh, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will have all of your uh, links down below in the comments and, and make sure people can find you. I appreciate your content. Uh, I think there is a, a level of information to meme. You've got a good ratio where you've got to some... make it entertaining. Yeah, you, you got some some jokes but you also have good information uh, that's helped me uh, and, and I'm sure thousands of others. Uh, and so I really appreciate it. I appreciate the conversation. Um, I, I guess I would ask one more, you know, finalized question as well, yeah. just, just for me personally, because I've been on a, a weight loss journey. I've been on a discipline journey. And my biggest impact of 2023 was learning discipline on a consistency. What yeah. would be just... In short, uh, advice that you would give somebody who has maybe fallen off the horse a couple times and needs to get <laughs> back on. Again, it's it's something that I'm having to learn for myself. As at the same time, it's I, you're constantly evolving, and you'll have different different visions for yourself. Maybe you'll focus more on work or moving or, or whatever it is in your life. Um, the important thing is to know is that you can always hop back on the horse. You can always hop back on the horse, but you have to have that vision for yourself of what you want to look like and where you want to be. If you don't have that vision for yourself, it's going to be a lot harder to get where you're wanting to go. So create that vision for yourself. What do you want to look like? Who do you want to be like or whatever it is for you? And that's what you can strive for. Because if you don't have a vision for yourself in terms of your body, your health or whatever it may be, you have nothing to strive for. So what's the point? Create the vision. Imagine where you want to be. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Gage Winton, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I can't believe that tomorrow's gonna be our 50th episode. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe, follow button, share with a friend, uh, get the word out there. We are continuing to grow. If you wanna find me on socials, you can find me on X, which is formerly known as Twitter or TikTok at Kyle Vott. That's K-Y-L-E-V as in Victor A-T-T. If you want to find me on Instagram or threads, it's Kyle underscore Vott. I appreciate each and every one of you. I cannot wait to see what 2024 holds in store for us as we are a couple weeks in and we are off to the races. Thank you guys so much. Remember to give grace, show love, and as always, stay stellar. Peace.